Hey there, industry, and welcome to season two of GovCon Growth Bites, your source for expert advice and key strategies to grow your business one bite at a time. I'm your host, Maggie Bennett, and back again is Robert Turner, CEO of R. Turner Solutions, discussing one of our favorite topics for this season, Oasis Plus. Listen to our last episode to hear the gist of what is Oasis Plus and is it for me? And today we're discussing some hurdles to look out for. So you've decided this is great, this is for me, I want a piece of the action, and but also it's going to be it's going to be some challenges. Uh, so Robert is the the founder and president of R Turner Solutions, providing business development support to GovCon firms for ten years. He is uh, back to discuss all things Oasis Plus. Thank you for chatting with us. Hey, this is going to be fun, Maggie. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, we spent a lot of time thinking about it and uh, hope uh, folks get some some ideas and value out of our discussion. Absolutely. I think it's really important when you're going into something and you really want to take a good a good shot at it, but you don't even know what to expect. You don't know what sort of, uh, you know, if you don't know what kind of battle you're going into, you don't know how to suit up for it. You don't know what army you need. You don't know what prep you need to do. Um, so you, you prepare for a marathon really differently than you prepare to lift a bunch of weights. So what kind of complexity are we looking at? What is this going to be like? I, I think complexity is one of the best terms that we can use to describe these uh, scoring-based, large, multiple-award IDIQ proposals, uh, especially the ones that come out of GSA. Uh, they are complex. Uh, they're not hard to understand. They're not complicated. But they are complex. They have a just a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, Maggie, I was remembering what we were doing on uh, Polaris, and you counted once all the files that we were organizing and managing for a typical uh, Polaris proposal, and we did dozens of these. How many files were we managing uh, on a per-client basis? Oh, it was wild. Exactly to your point, it wasn't extremely challenging and difficult and arduous, but the complexity and the number of documents we were tracking was absolutely insane. I think our compliance matrix ended up being like 180 lines long. We were tracking 100 to 150 of documents for the easy for the easy clients, the, the common, typical, no strange partnerships, no interesting JV surplus documents, just the most basic ones that we were doing were upwards of 100 plus documents each. Right. And so, I, you know, I, that could definitely be what we're looking at for Oasis Plus. You've got five qualifying projects. Each one of those, you need the uh, contract award form. You probably need the statement of work. You're going to need uh, a current FPDS report. You're going to need a CPARS report or a past performance survey or questionnaire. Uh, you know, and so then you multiply that by five. Uh, that could be 20, 30, 40 documents. Then, uh, and then think about the number of pages and the number of highlights and the number of pieces that you're managing. Are you uh, managing all that stuff properly? You've got your federal experience projects. You've got your uh, systems and certification pieces. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of, uh, there's just a lot of pieces to this, um, which is just something that you want to be aware of going in. You know, so that what that really demands is that you have the right uh, resources, the right tools, uh, you're prepared for it, and that none of that takes you by surprise. So from a strategy perspective, with all these documents moving around, what kind of leadership and management is this going to take? 
And I, one of the things I think that is a real hallmark of successful firms that that submit these things in a way that does not overburden uh, their own organization, uh, as well as submits the best proposal, is that you divide and conquer among your team, whether you're doing everything internally or you're engaging uh, third-party firms, you know, like ours or others. Uh, you have, you know, your 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 leadership, your C-level leadership is really thinking about the strategy, uh, dealing with the teams, uh, making sure that you're pulling the right information, the best projects out of your own portfolio, uh, and that you're making the best teaming relationships that you can. They're they're looking at a strategy level uh, as well as reviewing the documents that come back and making sure that. Uh, they really are hitting all the compliance checks. Then you've got other folks who are involved in the assembly of the material, uh, doing all the P- all the Adobe highlights, uh, organizing these things, making sure that we're not uh, we're dealing with the most recent copies of the documents, etc. Uh, and then you're going to need a very very strong proposal manager someone with the right level of experience managing a large quantity of documents, managing uh, a number of different volumes, uh, and someone who has fabulous organization skills uh, and who can build the kind of tools that you need to uh, successfully manage a large effort like Oasis Plus. Sounds like there's multiple levels going on there where you need people to look at all kinds of different perspectives. If you haven't really done a GWAC before, can you set that up in comparison to sort of a more uh, simple proposal that you would have sent out if this is someone's first major IDIQ? Yeah, I mean, if you've got, you know, your most basic GSA schedule task order uh, might have uh, even a 10, 20 page technical volume and a pricing spreadsheet and maybe a small document with your pricing narrative and assumptions, you know, that's kind of at the most basic level. Uh, if you're submitting a large single award proposal, uh, you might have multiple volumes, but even then, uh, the number of distinct pieces that you're managing might only be four, five, six at the most. And so uh, you can keep track of those. It's not as complex. You know, in something like Polaris, you had mentioned up to 100 uh, individual documents. Uh, Oasis Plus, I don't know that we've counted yet, but it's at that level. It'll be 70, 80 different documents. Uh, you might merge them together, but you've got a lot of lot of moving pieces. So you want to make sure you have a good, strong naming convention. You want to make sure that you're organized, that you've got tracking sheets that help you stay uh, not only organized in terms of the status of the documents, but also in terms of the action items you've given people where are you on your timelines? You never want to get behind on something like this. If you get behind, uh, then playing catch up with the with such a large number of actions, especially if you have multiple people involved, you've got teammates, you've got oh, executive like reviews. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, you can you're already you're already you're like you know you're getting all tense in your belly because this thing's just the, the stress level can just keep you up at night, right? So yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and again, it's not something, you know, I always say too, you know, as a, as a consulting leader, I, 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 we don't always do things that nobody else can do. We're just very good at it. And so we can, we do it, 
uh, on a regular basis. And so we know what we're doing. So, you know, we're not, we're not as intimidated by it and, and we've got experience at it. If you only do these things once every now and again, just the, the newness of it, all the, you know, the volume, the scale, the complexity, all these things can just make life, you know, more interesting. Absolutely. I remember the first couple of times uh, any client would do a, a large project. And then even if they've done a couple in a year, compare that to the R. Turner team where they've probably done 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 per IDIQ opportunity. And then how many of those we get a couple, one or two a year. So some of the members on our team are on their 80th to 100 to 120 different one of these. And it's not that we're doing it any more, uh, you know, specially, we don't have any sort of fairy dust or magic, but this is our area of expertise, just like the cybersecurity clients, like their area of expertise is cybersecurity, but maybe not proposal writing, or that's especially right. this great, scale of kind of a proposal. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. You know, and I, the other thing that I think really sometimes catches people off guard is the amount of detail that agencies like GSA are asking for in the midst of these proposals. Um, you know, it, it goes beyond, in some cases, the standard past performance corporate experience uh, write-ups that we're used to doing. The level of detail, uh, the number of times they're asking for the same thing over and over again, uh, it can just be a lot. And it's something that everybody needs to be aware of as you're preparing for this. Don't think that you know, you can just carve out 20 hours over the course of a month and pull Oasis Plus together. Uh, it'll take a lot of effort uh, if you're organizing your own team. So kind of in that same vein, do you have your head around what kind of time and resources this monster will take? Everything from, you know, hours in a week to people to management tools. What kind of investment is, is this looking like? Yeah, it's uh, I don't know that that I could put a firm number on it, um, only to say that you really do want to diversify the work across a number of people so that you get the right kind of output. You know, on our side, in the midst of our turnkey approach, uh, if we're doing the complete proposal for a client, uh, we've got uh, a senior proposal manager who's managing the, the primary tasks, action items, uh, and compliance issues. We've got a proposal manager uh, coordinator who is who is organizing the work that needs to be done. We've got proposal writers who are tagging and assembling documents. Uh, and then we've got different people who are doing the compliance reviews. So already we've got four teams of people, um, you know, times two or three in some cases, uh, working over the course of a couple of weeks to pull uh, a proposal together with a third week to make sure that we do a good solid review and then we do a production run and then we look at everything again before we do a submission. So um, it, it's a it's a large major effort to say that it would take a hundred hours or more to pull a proposal together is not um, is not overstating the fact. It's quite a number. So aside from you know just scaling and figuring out the size of your team and how many people you can dedicate to the different levels of either managing it or writing it or reviewing it. And honestly, you need multiple levels of review because one set of eyeballs is not enough for this kind of compliance review. Aside from that kind of time and resource dedication, what are some of the solutions to these hurdles? How are we going to prep even before the final RFP drops? Are there some things that we can either do or plan to do in order to overcome some of this? 
Yeah, so I mean, we're we've got teams actively engaged with clients now, and some of the work we're doing is getting organized and uh, putting our hands on or our eyeballs on uh, the specific content that we know that we need to uh, highlight, tag, uh, organize as part of the proposal. So. Well, one of the things, if, if, if you're planning on bidding Oasis Plus, the two things that you really want to get organized right now are your five qualifying projects and your four uh, non-relevant or federal experience projects. And we won't talk about what that means right now. It's kind of out of scope of our current conversation, but you really want to get all that stuff done so that by the time the final RFP hits, we can uh, react to any adjustments but we already kind of have the basic framework of the proposal already organized. Um, and then that'll just really uh, make, the, make the assembly uh, and make the development of the entire package you know, that much easier. If you start Oasis Plus and you haven't even looked at your contract portfolio, you don't know what five relevant projects you're gonna use, and you don't know what four non-relevant projects you're going to use, even if those overlap. If you haven't done that, that'll set you back a week or two. Um, and it just, you know, you're just forcing more work into the latter half of the month uh, or into the last four weeks that, you know, you could kind of get a jump on. And, you know, I think the other challenge with these big IDIQs, and one of the reasons that clients really choose to, to outsource a portion or all of the work um, and I'm not, you know, selling our services because we're going to be as busy as, it, as we can be. The, the real reason that it makes sense to think about outsourcing this is that these things can take just a lot of internal energy out of your firm that you could redirect toward revenue generating uh, activities. You know, responding to task orders on a schedule or IDIQ, bidding single award RFPs that could be evaluated over the next three, four months and turn into revenue by the end of the year, um, working on uh, contract upgrades or surge support or hiring people, or there's a number of things that clients choose to do other than write IDIQs that aren't going to get evaluated and awarded until next year. You know, the, 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 the monetization of your effort for Oasis Plus is a ways down the road. Uh, and, and our clients kind of, uh, every one of them would say that the reason they come and they outsource that work to us or to anybody else, frankly, is so that they can focus on revenue activity that is uh, immediate rather than uh, in the future. That's a really good point. I think income producing activity is what all of our bosses wish we were doing. I think there's also, you mentioned earlier uh, in our conversation before this recording about um, for folks who either, you know, for whatever reason are not interested in a turnkey or let's say they really want some of our turner support, but we've maxed out the number of clients we're taking for this proposal project because there's so much demand for it. Are there other ways we can help them? I know there's some templates that we're going to be coming out with, some compliance matrices to kind of kick kickstart their effort. Um, what are some of those going to look like? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next draft, of, to the next issue or iteration of the draft RFP. I think that'll be really interesting. And then I'm hoping out of that, uh, we're going to have a number of products that we can uh, offer people to help. So one of the things I would really encourage uh, everyone to do who's thinking about bidding Oasis, even if you're not going to come to someone and do a turnkey outsource and ask somebody to do the whole thing for you, uh, really, I, one of the most valuable 
um, tasks that you can engage third parties with is compliance review. Um, I was talking to a colleague, uh, and she's been in this business a long time too, and it, she was she was commenting to me about how many of the client proposals that she reviewed for CIOSP4 and Polaris uh, were non-compliant in significant in significant ways. Uh, and these proposals were done by professionals who do this work all the time, but they just miss things, um, mostly because of all the issues we've already talked about. Um, and it, you know, it, they were they were glad that they had that they had engaged uh, her on a compliance review because she was able to catch things that they missed. So engage third parties on compliance reviews. They they haven't been involved typically in developing your proposal. They're not. Uh, they're not staff members of your firm, so they have no internal loyalty. So they can, you know, they can call things uh, really as they are. You know, kind of uh, point out where something's got major flaws or or warts or whatever. They're not scared to do that. That's what they get paid for. Um, and then the other thing is look to look to buy resources that can accelerate the development of your of your prop. Uh, I think we'll have um, certainly an updated compliance matrix. We'll have uh, our proposal tracker that we use internally. Uh, and we might have uh, one or two videos to help people think through how you develop and organize your proposal. Those are just a, a few of the things uh, that we'll have available, uh, as well as some, some helps uh, for folks to get points on greenhouse gas and a number of the other uh, pieces of this, uh, of this very large effort. Right on. Well, I think uh, speaking of income-producing activities, we should probably get back to it, but it's been fun chatting. Uh, if somebody would like to connect with you, uh, maybe get in, get into our turnkey effort before, before the door closes, um, look into some templates, or just discuss if Oasis is good for them, right for them, what they can be doing now, get your opinion on some stuff, where can the listener find you? Yeah, so uh, actually just not too long ago after we finished the, the, the most previous podcast recording, uh, we released a brand new version of our website. Woo-hoo. So if they haven't seen our new website, go check out ourturner.net. We've, we've integrated both our public site as well as our e-commerce store. Now we're all on one platform. Uh, and so we've got all of our uh, public content pages as well as uh, ways for folks to uh, purchase uh, templates, subscriptions, various things, all integrated into one uh, web property. Uh, there's a subscription box at the bottom of the homepage that you can uh, go ahead and sign up for, and then you'll be part of our uh, newsletter subscription and, and some other regular communications that we send out. Uh, there's an email address on the site, info at rturner.net. Um, there's a phone number up there. Uh, love to connect with folks and talk about Oasis Plus or any of the other things we're doing. We've, we're really working hard on bringing innovative growth solutions to the marketplace. That's what we're all about. And uh, we've got a lot of great, uh, exciting things uh, in the lab that are new to come out this year. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time, Robert. Talk to you again soon. Thanks, Maggie. Had a great time. Thanks. Bye.